0: Welcome to Kingdom Talks Media. It's such a delight to be here today with Nancy Ruth, and she has just a very, very, very beautiful story of overcoming trauma, and then where she's working now and ministering is just so powerful and incredible. And so it's a delight to have you, Nancy, and I'm just going to open the door for you to share a little bit about your story and how you got where you are today.
1: Okay well um i'd like to start at the beginning actually and the beginning is um goodness 25 years ago when i was really praying for my purpose and calling in the lord Mm -hmm. i heard from him eventually it took a couple years actually so hang in there if you're asking for that (laughs) (laughs) and he told me he said you'll go in the prisons Literally, I put my left foot out like I was putting on a break when I heard (laughs) that. It was nothing I had ever dreamed of thought of it was not on my radar. Um, At the time I had been blessed in life with a a career in film and I did Kenny Rogers National Advertising and there was there was a whole different whole different way of life but once the lord told me that and i stopped fighting with him (laughs) right as we've all done at some point or another yes i went to my pastors at the time at victory fellowship it was a kenneth hagen based church Mm -hmm. and i told him i said the lord i believe he's really telling me i'm supposed to go into the prisons well i'd written commercials and things like that and some shows (laughs) I had never in my life written a sermon. (laughs) And the pastor looked at me and he said, Well, why don't you put something together? And so I'm like, Okay, Holy Spirit, because this is going to have to be you, right? So I went home and I brought it back to him in about two weeks. When I came in the office, he looked at me and he said, You won't believe it, but the woman that has been doing our prison ministry for 10 years has stepped down. Oh,
0: wow. Wow. And I'm
1: like, whoa, I must have heard right. (laughs)
0: Yes. It's always amazing, you know, what he does and the way he opens up those doors. Um, You know, we really don't have to go trying to make it happen because as we trust him, it will unfold.
1: Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's so beautiful. I just, but I still just am in awe at that Mm -hmm. you know um it's just amazing so i began uh doing pulpit ministry at uh, tennessee prison for women and that was the beginning and it it was so ingrained in my spirit that that's where the lord wanted me that i said i can't do i i can't just go to this job i have i love my work yeah, it's creative. I think it's wonderful. But I can't just go do that now. So uh, it took about another year <laughs> a hard. It's really hard to get in nonprofit if you've been in the secular. Yes. So um, about a year later, after applying to this agency that did a ton of prison work in this community founded by five pot pastors. Um, I finally, after three interviews, got a job. I mean, three separate times for three separate job openings. Wow, they finally wow. figured out, we better hire her. She's coming back. <laughs> so that was the beginning of this glorious, glorious time with the Lord. Mm. Just amazing. Amazing what the Lord will do. I pray right now, can I do that?
0: Yes, feel free.
1: (laughs) I pray right now that anybody that's within listening range that has a burn in their heart for something that they know that they know that the Father has said, you're to do this. I pray right now that you have the boldness and courage just to follow his lead, just to step into it. And I know many of your uh, listeners probably, um, Adina, have already stepped into it. But I just, if there are any people that are wondering or waiting, of course we wait on the Lord. But be bold. This is a season to be bold and to step out in things to step out in the new things. So maybe you've been doing one thing for a lot of years, but then you have to move into the next thing that the Lord is setting you up for. (laughs) So be bold about it, right? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
0: So good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Mm.
1: Mm. Wow. So um, he gave me through my story of childhood trauma and i'm i don't want to reveal too much of the book if that's okay because i'd love it if you would order the book yes um but a series of of many things where a human being might say um why god why you know or why me or all of those things and what the lord taught me to do was to realize first of all that if if you've experienced trauma it is it is not God's doing he didn't (laughs) just let it happen men women people in your life perpetuated and made choices that made that happen yes so don't let it make you step back from your father in heaven, because he's the good father yes. that could teach you what you need to know um, and and teach you how to be loved.
0: Yeah. And if you guys, uh, this is the book that she wrote called Tears in a Bottle. And if you want to let them know where they can get this book.
1: Okay. Okay. Um, it is on Amazon. I decided to self-publish it. It was the quickest way. Um, and an interesting thing um, I learned from a, a, a friend that ministers a lot that hey, if you if you wait and or and you sell pre-sell 2,000 books at one time, you get on a bestseller list. Hmm. And I'm like, huh, that's odd. But that's a yeah. good clue. If anybody wants to know that, right? Yes. And I went to the Lord with it, and I said, "Well, what should I do? Should I, you know, should I, you know, go ahead and try to pre-sell?" And he, he was just like, "Nancy, did I give you the opportunity to do this so that you could be on a bestseller list, or did I give you the opportunity so that people could be healed?"
0: Wow, wow, wow.
1: (laughs) And I went, whoa, back up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I will move forward, God. So I have moved forward with this endeavor. Every book that is purchased, I'm not receiving a profit from. I'm paying taxes out of. Yeah. And the profits will go back into purchasing more books for the next prison. Wow, Um, wow. So, and then the other way, um, I'll get into the other ways that people could give. You can order the book on Amazon, and what you need to do is go to the search bar and type in the books. Mm -hmm. And then when the books section pulls up, you'll type in Tears in a Bottle, Nancy Ruth. Okay. And that will come up, and it will be the first one there, probably, if you type it in that way. And just want to
0: encourage people. I was so blessed by your story and just even the format of how you set it up. um, If you want to share how the Lord led you in that. It's Mm -hmm. beautiful.
1: Well, um, and I had a few of my clients who are inner healing clients read it. Mm -hmm. And I learned a lot from them. (laughs) (laughs) They, They were kind of the ones that said, oh, I want to write about it you know so therefore we need pages in in the the book to write about it it needed to be journaling yes and the other thing that a lot of people don't know when you're in prison um paper can be a commodity Wow. (laughs) so that was another reason if i'm going to send books in prison i need to allow three to four pages for people to write on per question or per section, mm. so um, there was also a utilitarian reason that I, I did that. Um, and then the other thing that was so um, wonderful from a client, she said, Nancy, you know, after we meet, the way you close in prayer, mm-hmm. you always pray over me. Yes. And at that time, I had not even... I, why i why I don't know, but I had not thought of that from the book, and she's she led me in that direction, and wow. I'm like, thank you so much because, yes, how often do you get you know a voice, even if it's mm-hmm. in writing, yes, seriously attending to you and praying over you in prison, not a lot, wow. yes. not a lot, so.
0: So it's, it's such a beautiful interactive book, not just to read, you know, somebody else's story, but then to have those questions, you know, and space to journal and then to have that prayer, uh, it's just so beautiful, really excited to see, you know, what are the testimonies that have come forth, uh, you know, from your book?
1: Well, it launched on August one. Okay. So the, the endeavor, to get it into Tennessee Prison for Women. Um, It seemed appropriate that I start there since that's where my ministry started, Um, has culminated. I'm raising funds to get enough books in the prison. And uh, if you have any um, people who are, can I go ahead with this? Is that that okay? Yeah, sure. If you have any people who are in prison ministry and think this would benefit, um, a friend of mine Jerry said that it would be okay for women for women and men I, I yeah. really love having his opinion yes. Uh, yes and I was a little concerned because of the content um, you know not wanting to trigger anything or stir anything um, in a male mm-hmm. um, but I, I feel that, that there are many males because I've I've also uh, counseled them in the secular world that have experienced some of the same trauma. Yes. So um, I believe it's beneficial. So whether you're in men's ministry or women's ministry, I hope you'll consider going online and looking at Tears in a Bottle. I would love for people to um, email me if they have a ministry and they are trying to figure out how to endeavor to um, get it into prison and my email is nre healing nre as in emotional Mm -hmm. healing h-e-a-l-i-n-g at gmail.com okay and um and then my In the Spirit Ministries also has a Gmail account. But I think if we're gonna deal with the books, send the email to NRE Healy. That's awesome. Yeah, and I'll try to help you uh navigate how you could do that and maybe even you know uh where to go or, you know, how to gently raise some funds. Sometimes churches will do it, but I find really that there's a tremendous amount of compassion in the secular world too. So yes,
0: yes. Yeah, it's very beautiful. Well, tell us a little bit more about your work in the prisons and the fruit that you've seen from that and, and what you, Mm -hmm. what else you, you do.
1: Okay. So, um, in the prisons, um, through the years I I would pulpit minister and always 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 uh, the Lord would lead me to lay hands on the women and pray for them after so that could go a long time you mm-hmm. know um, and one day as I was learning ministry <laughs> the Lord said take your hands off Wow. right because it's very scriptural yes it's very scriptural have the elders lay hands on we've all done it I'm sure mm-hmm. and uh, he said take your hands off and just let me show you what I do Wow! and I don't know if in my uh, beginning stages of my ministry the Lord was sensing that I was getting a little full of myself or something or, <laughs> you know, falling out on the ground and really experiencing His presence. So yeah. I, t- uh, I embraced and connected with that rebuke <laughs> and, and absolutely took my hands off and just watched. Just wow. watched wow. the Lord just through a word or a word of knowledge or something how the women just were being poured out on by the spirit of the lord um it was an amazing amazing time so then my time went to i began identifying those practical things because the lord told me when i um went into ministry that i would meet the people where their needs are isn't that what he did right when he walked on earth yes (laughs) he met them right where their needs are so um i began uh creating curriculum and teaching some and you know the organization I was with had other many other employees and volunteers, and and so we were able to get people in to teach, um, and we we do even very practical things um, like meet people when they came out and help them with bus passes and oh, wow. job search leads. Yes, knew all the companies in town you know that would hire people that had multiple felonies on their their rap sheets yeah so um how how to help them further you know get get that step further um and some really amazing jobs sometimes you know a lot of entry-level jobs just because people didn't have experience Mm -hmm. and they had to build the experience and nurturing them through the process of look if you're steady with this for a while you know you yeah. will build into the next next thing the next job with a higher pay scale but we also place some people um our state is very uh amenable to helping people and we've placed people within state employment metro uh-huh. employment major companies and higher higher positions and you know just like with the lord it's really all about relationship (laughs) it is so if you can go to the companies um and and establish that relationship and then they see the benefits and feel the benefits of helping that other person into their next next life. It's just um, amazing. So that became a huge part of the process, finding housing, you know, just answering those immediate needs for people. Wow. One year, that agency I was with, um, we saw 5,000 clients in a year. And those were not, that's not counting the classes that we taught in prison. (laughs) That's counting came to us out of prison. So if anybody's had that on their heart, I know that in our country, there's a great need for that. Um, But I think there's nothing more um, just beautiful than answering the needs of a human being. You know, whether it's clothing, we buy them work boots, We'd buy them, you know, their work outfit or clothing that they needed for job interviews. And it was a joy. It was a joy. And um, after 17 years, I left that and went into full-time inner healing work. Okay. That was kind of the shift that the Lord made with me. Wow. Yeah.
0: Did you see, um, what was the rate of you know, return to prison, um, you know, with your program, did you see a pretty good, you know, people being able to establish their lives and move on?
1: We did because as you know, that rate, the recidivism rate is so high. And, Mm -hmm. um, we, through the programming and grants that, that we were able to achieve, um, we were able to, uh, Knock it up. I want to say. I'm sorry. I don't have the stats in front of me. I think it was. No, okay. um, it was about an 80 percent return rate. Wow. The state board of probation and parole touted a 36 percent. Um, wow. Now we all. You know that was that was following and tracking for about a three year period. Okay. After yeah. After they were out. So let me qualify that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah you know because marketing statistics you can do so much with and I just <laughs> prefer to be straight more straightforward with that but um, let me tell you about one instance yeah yeah can I tell you a testimony sure so um, I'll tell you too actually I was um, sitting in my office and the gentleman came in and uh, He uh, had been probably drinking all night long and had probably been sleeping in his own urine. Wow. So sitting across from him was, Jesus, give me the ability ability to do this. And it may have been going on for weeks or days. I, I, I don't know. But I began talking to him, and he told me his story. And I'm not going to relay that story because of identity and so forth. But um, as he was telling me his story, we began talking about the Lord, and we were praying. And it's the only time in my life I read about it. I want it more. Well. Wow. <laughs> time in my life that I felt the spirit of the Lord leap out of me
0: Mm.
1: across the table to this man and I knew that's what had just happened and I'm just like astounded and trying to keep it together and that man went on to become a uh one of the the lay counselors wow at our mission that father strobel ran here in town and um uh, has been sober so
0: yes that's lord. amazing yes, <laughs> i love lord. that
1: yes lord oh oh let me let i don't know what happened that day you know there's no formulas. it's like the lord just decided to do that Wow, and um, this the many, many testimonies of of people having changed lives. um, But one that was more intricately woven. um, We hired people at our agency Mm -hmm. that we worked with, right? And uh, we had hired someone. And I am ai want to be sure I tell this without disclosing names or anything, yeah. a family member came in and we were going to go to lunch and she had brought a friend of her mother's who had passed. They walked in my office, they looked shocked and they looked at me and they said, Nancy, we can't stay here. That man in that room is the one who killed my mother's best friend. Oh my. And they God. had sat through the trials. Mm. And I'm like, oh, because I nursed her mother. I loved her mother. Yeah. I knew her mother. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And I knew, I knew who it was, but I had never known because I didn't bother to consume myself with the facts of someone's background because that was past. Yes. I knew there was a murder that had been committed. Yeah. But I didn't look into the details. And, um, So they left. We didn't go to lunch and I just kind of sunk down and I'm like, I work with this person. What am I supposed to do, Jesus? Mm. What in the heck am I supposed to do now? How can I look this person in the face? And I just sat there for a while. And um, it became obvious to me that the Lord really had a message for me, a message. was, Nancy, you've committed murder. Oh. Whoa. And I'm like, no, I have You know, I'm not arguing. Yeah. <laughs> no, I haven't. Yo, I, did, you, I could never do, you know. <laughs> he said, you have murdered with your mouth. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It was just it certainly shut me up. Yeah. Change your perspective. Yes. And wow. I'm like, okay, Jesus. I get it. I get it. Yeah. And he said that in his word. He taught us that. How powerful our tongue is. Yeah. Well, I really learned that day how powerful my tongue was.
0: Wow! 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 wow.
1: Needless to say, I had to repent, which I'm sure <laughs> through the years I I went along, but content, you know would misspeak or you know harm someone because of my words. And I was able just to go ahead and work with this person. Yeah. So God yes. made it right. He said exactly yes. what I needed. <laughs>
0: wow! Wow! Well, I know that these things are, are challenging to work through. And and um, Gil's sister's son and girlfriend were murdered. Um, I think it's about ten years ago now. And uh, you know, the beauty of them being able to immediately express forgiveness, um, you know, has really, really, really been a testimony. Uh, of the power of God, you know, to go beyond our emotions and to truly forgive and want the best, you know, for those, you know, those two young men are in prison. And, yeah. you know, we continue to pray for their, you know, salvation and, and their lives to be turned around because we know that they have a destiny, you know, that Father intended for them. Yes. And um, wow. so, nothing is too hard for our God. No, And I I think that's been such a powerful thing to me, you know, in these last, you know, couple of years as uncovering some of the trauma in, in my own background is the finished work of the cross is so beautiful and so amazing because he paid for it all. Yeah. It doesn't matter how heinous anything we did or someone did to us, he has a plan of restoration and, um. It's amazing.
1: It is. It is. It's beyond comprehension, really. It, he's just so loving. Yes. He's so loving.
0: So, please share a little bit more about what you do now, and you're in the inner healing realm, and what that looks like, and wh- where your clientele is coming from. Are they coming from out of the prison, or are these just Christians, or anybody, or
1: a mix? um many times they're still coming from court systems um uh, many times they're addicts um trying to to recover and that was part of my story
0: Mm -hmm. you know
1: um if you read the book and i think you did yes (laughs) yes i did (laughs) yeah so um it's a joy to to work with them and let god just meet them you know right where their needs are um so, I do um, um, serve our church community and other people in the community that that um, have some inner healing work to be done. I've studied mm-hmm. uh, Emmanuel Theophostic. Now, I'm a licensed uh, LADAC, which is a Um, level one alcohol and drug counselor which means in the state of Tennessee you have a level where you can meet with people one-on-one you're not just a group counselor so um, and that changes per state I'm sure with that particular licensure but um, I went back and studied psychology and so forth so that I could um, better approach um, this realm Now, I I qualify that because I needed the book knowledge, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, (laughs) in any of the sessions I do, it's really the Lord that is doing the work, and it just helped me attain licensure, right? Yes. So, um, a means to the end, kind of. So Heart Theophostic, HeartSync are, are methods that I've studied okay. and uh, love, love, love. I, th- I think God's given me such grace to be able to, as I've gotten older, kind of just hone in on that one-on-one experience with people. Just the shared life, you know, um, cry with people, laugh with people. <laughs> <laughs> and have that shared ex- shared experience. Um, one thing that, that you might find a little unusual is that when God is involved and um, it doesn't matter if the person really knows the Lord. Yep. He will show up anyway. <laughs> I don't believe he walked up to somebody and said, do you know me yet? And then I'll <laughs> heal you, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was really his process. So I decided I wanted that to be my process. It's That's beautiful. Life. I've worked with um, this one testimony, I can tell you in particular, this young man was practicing Satanism. Mm. And um, before I was through counseling him, the Lord was had opened his heart and you know New Age Satanism a lot of people they're they're seeking they're looking for something but mm-hmm. it's just the wrong thing you know and so he was supple to being open to imagery and so the Lord used imagery in his healing And before it was over with, he was able to sit by the river that flows from the throne room of heaven. Mm, mm. And he experienced healing there. Wow. So that's a radical radical realm, but really no more difficult for the Lord than breaking years of of patterned behavior, you know, where someone just gets in a niche and that's how they only know to respond.
0: Yeah. And that is interesting, the the correlation, you talked about working with addictions and so on, and I'm sure a lot of that in the prison system as well, Uh, but the the huge link to childhood trauma, Um, you know, and so people can get sober or get off drugs. But if you haven't dealt with the root issue they are just going to go back and do it again and so you know what you're doing as far as healing that ch- childhood trauma is you know a deep part of setting that person free to let go of you know whatever kind of addictive behavior and the reality is that you know most of us have experienced some kind of trauma and most of us probably exhibit some level of addictive behavior. We just might have it in, you know, more acceptable ways of workaholism or, you know, food you know, addictions or, you know, shopping. You know, there's all kinds of different ways that we're looking for substitute to meet, you know, a deep heartfelt need that is meant to be met, you know, by Yeshua. Yes. And um, so when we can bring that solution to people, it's it's so beautiful and incredible.
1: Mm-hmm. And he never fails. Yes. He absolutely never fails. I could, but he never fails. <laughs> um, I was trying to think, you know, maybe uh, I, I do. There are a couple other things, if it's okay with you, I wanted to bring up sure Um, one of the reasons this book is important is um because as as the way our prison systems are set up many of them now have a therapeutic community of some sort Mm -hmm. but let's put it in perspective (laughs) because out of Uh, 800 women at Tennessee prison for women maybe a hundred or fifty of those women depending on the shift and the Mm -hmm. time they come in get into a therapeutic position Wow Wow so people can spend years and years and not you know to get on the waiting list and then years and of of being moved or shifted to another facility because of bedding and housing needs.
0: That's tragic.
1: So they lose their position there and they've gone somewhere else. And that's kind of how it's normal across the US.
0: Wow. Wow. I didn't realize it was that bad.
1: So I felt like at least you know, we can, we can meet in a small way mm-hmm. and especially if the prison ministries will connect with this tool, yes. then they can be that support group because so many of them are doing a great job like meeting people when they come out and, you know, really walking the walk. Yeah, um, but that's why that's another reason it's so needed. So I wow. did want to share that.
0: Wow, wow, wow. Definitely a huge need.
1: Yes, it is. It is. We incarcerate way too many people, I believe, in the United States. People who really need healing and Mm -hmm. rehabilitation. Yes. Um, That's a whole other issue, though. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess um, I would like to share some of the things i've learned in maybe the last three years yeah. um, with the lord be awesome. that has enhanced um what the lord allows me to do be great and Go ahead. um we all have i believe that we all have angels mm-hmm. that the lord um allows us Or sends us at different times or for, I know I had an angel from childhood and I discovered that maybe about eight years ago. Um, And this particular angel was um, someone that was sent to be with me after my trauma Mm
0: -hmm.
1: to keep my heart soft. And looking back at my life and realizing because of my woundedness, I had prayed, Jesus, I mean, when I was 15, I came home from school and without guidance or anybody saying you should do this, I was led by the Holy Spirit to rest and pray and i would pray for hours really until my mother came home from work after getting off at like 2 30 or so in the afternoon wow wow. and my a prayer that i repeated over and over was jesus don't let me hate mankind
0: wow wow. don't
1: let me hate them help me help me you know and in that process later in the years when i found out i had that angel that had been with me i know that through holy spirit and that angel my heart was kept soft
0: wow. i've worked
1: with many sex offenders and mm. um in these last 25 years yes and have been able to do so without judgment
0: mm. without
1: condemnation and knowing that they're hurt wounded individuals yes yes so yay jesus right i love that
0: (laughs) i um a couple of years ago when i became acquainted with with my angels uh one of them is kind of a water angel type of thing and uh her name is harmony and uh i you know i love water and so you know i've i've always just delighted in her and But one day she came to me and she said, "Uh, do you know what my assignment is with you? And I was like, no, I really don't, you know? And she said, I'm here with you to help you learn how to cry. And and she's been so precious. Um, You know, that first year, I think I cried more than I think I had my entire life. And then even more recently, as some things are surfacing, you know, she's right there and she's helping me you know, to bring those tears out. And I I love the title of your book, Tears in a Bottle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Because he stores every one of those. Every tear is so precious. And it is hard for people to cry often. Yeah. In the beginning. And and part of it is if I cry, then the the dam will burst. And I'm afraid of that. Yes. At least it was for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah
1: well um then as as i move forward in more recent years um i was on a a ascend in an ascension group with a group of people here in nashville and they were praying for um children and it, I have to back this up a little bit because I wasn't going the right direction. I was stuck on the road. Okay. I'm going to tell the, the whole story. okay? Sure. I was stuck on the road and I was just so angst because I couldn't get to the Ascension group. Okay? Oh, wow. So okay. I said, Jesus, time is nothing to you. Mm-hmm. So... I'm going to have to sit here and wait on the car people and um when I get home whenever that is will you allow me to join in so <laughs> that's another dimension right yes so he did wow. so i car got fixed i got home i went into the lord and i ascended in this place and he let me know that nonstop, 24 hours a day, there are cherubim. He showed me. He he flew me out over a vast bowl, and maybe hmm. I, I keep trying to think why was it an upside down bowl, and maybe it was to resonate out, wow. you know, be, for acoustics or something. I don't I don't know. And I didn't really go back and ask that. But the entire, when I looked close, Mm -hmm. the entire inside of the bowl was cheek to cheek, little cherubim. Wow. And they were, there was a melody, and all I heard at first was a melody, Mm. and it was... Da 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 da, da 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 and then i asked the lord if i could go in closer and when i went in closer i heard the words <laughs> Little children be at peace. Little children be at peace over and over. Just like they sing glory, glory, glory for the Lord, angels in heaven. They are singing. They are singing forever for the children that are wounded. And I'm just Oh my God, how great a beautiful creation you are. You have made, you know, who would have thought of that? Wow. Wow.
0: Wow. (laughs) That is so, so beautiful. And, um, I became acquainted with this, uh, a number of years ago with an acquaintance when we lived in California. And she said that when she was being abused, her spirit would go and be with Jesus, and that the two of them actually decided when she would receive her memories back, and they had decided at 40 that she would remember everything, and so, you know, she was a normal Christian, married, had kids, and then boom, at 40, you know, the memories resurfaced. But um, it's, it's led me into some encounters. I don't know if you've experienced this, but from the cloud of witnesses that the mother, mother Mary um, of Jesus, that's her main mission, is working with children who are being abused and just seeing her love on them and being able to participate um, in real time with children who are being abused but interacting with their spirits in the heavenly realm is just so incredibly beautiful um you know all of heaven you know is at work in in with us um and through us to bring restoration and bring glory it's so beautiful
1: thank you i i've never known that about mother mary so now i will have to go inquire yes (laughs) thank you (laughs) so yes so now we know that you know this these cherubim are engaging with us right Mm -hmm. as as they they heal or as facilitators who facilitate God in healing are working Mm -hmm. Um, and then most recently um, the Lord showed me, and it's odd because the location where uh, these two angels sit is I go up a stairwell and then to the right down a hallway, and that's where I do some other things for the Lord now, mm-hmm. but very connected to edifying people's lives. Yes. So I will go in my suite. Sometimes Holy Spirit has shown me to pull down a book. Hmm. And I'll open the book. And I am instructed to, in the spirit, let someone know something that will heal them or will something encourage them. Yes. So I think we're lucky because we're realizing that we're already beginning to see some of what the work is when we're full-time there. Yes. But we don't have to wait. Yep, that's right. (laughs) It's so amazing to think that that, we have jobs and and that we get to already engage with that yes so these two angels that were sitting in that area where i walk up the stairs i had never seen him before and the lord jesus is always with me when i um i learn things mm-hmm. i always check to make sure he's there that's yes. one of my plumb lines yes And so the angels are turn around one and turn around two. Wow. And anyone can know that they're there and believe in the Lord that they're doing what he has them doing. Mm. You can engage turnaround in someone's life. Wow. Wow. So the beauty I'm a a mover dancer if you read the book there's a little bit of of information about that in it Um, but I still dance for the Lord and do some prophetic dance and have some prophetic teachings on prophetic dance and um, these these angels appropriate to me right move continually in perpetual motion And one goes around like this, and it causes the other one to go around like this, and it causes the other one. So it's like a centrifugal force. And Uh they have these really long, look like skirt things that I believe, after having watched them, are somewhat weighted. So that they can really, move in that centrifugal force and and as you know the design i just made is infinity wow it's like a figure eight but it's infinity yeah. and so that goes on the lord has turn around one and turn around two to be there for lives that need to be turned around, situations that need to be turned around, healing that needs to turn around. Yes. (laughs) It's just amazing.
0: (laughs) Wow, that is so incredible. I love it.
1: (laughs) Yes. I hope people hear this and want to engage. Mm -hmm. It's so real
0: it's such a privilege that we get invited in to this process. You know, the Lord could do it all himself, you know, like that. Um, But he loves to do things in relationship. And so he invites us on this adventure. And the very areas where we've been healed from, uh, you know, then we get to To minister that to others in such a beautiful way and to me that's the triumph you know it's it's like I I am NOT a victim Um, and everything you know that I went through I am going to receive every bit of restoration and authority to help others in the same place Um, you know not gonna let any bit of that trauma be wasted
1: That's right. It's so so beautiful how he'll take one life and what seemed like a horrible situation, he'll turn it, he'll make it multiply into a tenfold positive situation for 10,000 people. I mean, it's just amazing. I don't know his multiplication process, really. I'm just throwing (laughs) out there. (laughs) He's amazing.
0: Yes. (laughs) So good. So, so good. you want to share a little bit in some of the prophetic stuff, dance, art, other things that you're involved in?
1: Well, um, I'm a poet. I write a lot lot of poetry, and the Lord has recently shown me, because I also photograph things, Mm. Um, he has shown me that I am supposed to, and I just for the first time did my first creation. <laughs> uh, overlay my poetry over the um, photographs because they're wow. mostly nature photographs right now. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And he's given me some ideas on marketing and things like that of where what I should maybe do with that of course any of that will go back into ministry either me speaking and telling uh, uh, talking writing yes Um, the well has given me a wonderful opportunity now to to (laughs) actually I'm getting to deliver some messages again awesome you know 20 some years later you go you do what what (laughs) you're obedient you know and you may get to do this again and he's allowing me to do this so he's returning me to that um and because of my media background i'm able to make i I do cds and i have um the prophetic teachings on dance you can Mm -hmm. go to on youtube if you will google a prophetic dance in the spirit ministries. Okay. Should be able to come up. I'm just getting those up there. So I hope I'm not misleading you, but you could email me because you have my email and I'll yes. send you a link if we need to do that right now. But yeah, so he's just rebirthing many new creative things, and the Lord of the universe is a creator. Yes. So you know society would say oh gee you should focus on one thing and really make it right and you know well that's good practice but he's opened a door for me now (laughs) to to get to do multiple things that are purely part of how he created me to be wow i feel so blessed i was watching uh lindy St- is it Stroud?
0: Strong. Lindy Strong, Strong, yes.
1: Oh, I love her. She's oh, amazing. My- yes. And you know, that was her forte is is the market ministries and so forth. And I just um I will continue to watch her messages because I think for this season as the Lord has me doing multiple new things. Um that will be a really good uh influencer in in how to do that and her testimony is so beautiful oh yes um made it for her and i'll close with this one testimony because are we about
0: yeah we're about we're about up
1: okay anyway for my personal time um so i was a single mother and my children were um Four years old and eleven, and um, my company closed. I worked with Viacom Cable on in their marketing and television stuff. And I went home that night and I sat one boy on one side and the other boy on the other side and said, "We got to pray for Mama's new job (laughs) (laughs) because they could completely close the communications department." Yeah and um we prayed and the next day i got this phone call out of the blue and it was um somebody answered the other they said this is this nancy ruth i don't really have a phone number but we thought of you we wanted to refer this person to you and uh, we know you do productions, so here's the number. But, oh, it's been passed around the station so many times. We lost their name. But if you want to call the number, here's the number. Oh, my. I mean, totally bizarre. But I'm desperate, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'll take that number. That's fine. <laughs> so I called it the next day, and the woman who answered the phone sister mary evelyn aquinas college may i help you oh my sister mary evelyn was in charge of communications at aquinas college here in our market wow and that within a week i secured doing commercials and things uh, some broadcast stuff from them so the lord literally began my own at-home advertising company.
0: Wow. I never
1: once made a phone call. And I did this for seven years. My boys were little. I could put Mm -hmm. them on the bus. I'd be home when they got home. I edited and did things in between. I mean, God's perfect plan for me. I love it opened and so that's one reason I really relate to (laughs) Lindy yes yes Um, because he just perpetually for that period of time continued to bring me all my clients I never once pursued or had to market myself he brought me the phone calls
0: wow 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 (laughs) that is so amazing I love it we have such a good 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 father
1: (laughs) He's. He's good. And, you know, at that period of my life, that was in, um, I want to say, shortly after 1992, I was just stepping back into my seriousness in Christ. Yeah. Yes. So, um, he, he doesn't count that. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Just love.
0: Oh. Well, this has been so beautiful, Nancy, and I really hope people will get your book, Tears in a Bottle, Uh, not only for yourself, but if you know somebody who's struggling with trauma or you would like to, you know, sponsor this in prisons or other places, um, just encourage you to do that. And do you mind giving your email address one more time in case people want to get in touch with you?
1: Yes, and before I gave NRE Healing, at gmail.com and the other email is in the spirit ministries all one word and then after that put a c t at gmail.com because it's connected with artists and christian testimony okay ministries and um if you care to could will donation information be up in graphics or
0: Yes, I believe so.
1: Okay, yeah. all right, I will leave that for the graphics then. Okay.
0: okay. All right, and we just want to, um, I just so appreciate you, Nancy, sharing your story, your testimonies, your life with us. And uh, just a big thank you to our listeners for participating, encourage you to share this episode with those who may be touched by this. And we're going to have a little bit more conversation behind the scenes with our behind the scenes partners. So if you would like to uh, partner with us, that is an opportunity to do that on our website, KingdomTalksMedia.com. So we bless you all and we will see you next time. And thank you so much, Nancy.
1: Thank you very much for having me.